0: Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Last Christmas,
1: I gave you my heart, but the very next
2: day you give it
1: away. So good morning. Yes. Merry Christmas. Happy
2: holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you too. Do your kids make ornaments for the tree? Yeah. In fact a lot of our ornaments our custom on the tree are from our kids and we didn't realize. We now have a five- and eight-year-old. I think we've done it every single year. That's 13 ornaments. 13 ornaments is taking up a lot of tree real estate. We were going to go buy more ornaments this year because we bought a bigger tree. Wasn't needed. And oh, really? I'm glad, and I'm glad that, I, that I put the kibosh on that. I was like, let's well, see where we're at first. If
1: somebody needs more ornaments, you can drink beer and get an ornament out of Miller Light cans. They've custom made them. They they're look like big, round ornament balls. Mm. And, uh, they're called beer namor, no beer Nemitz. Did you hear about this? It was on the news yesterday. That's where I saw it last night. And you can drink the beer and then, of course, you probably want to rinse it out and then you can hang it on the tree. So you can have yourself, uh, a beer, tr- a beer mm. Christmas tree. You think about it. It's a really pretty smart marketing idea because number one, guys that like want to have a, a cool different tree can now have a, you know, beer tree, and it's.
2: Well, all... I don't know how cool and different this is if it's if it's you know if it's be, if you're, you're being told to do it. It's like.
1: You I mean, know. they're just selling it. I mean, you're not being told to do anything. But I got, I got a confession. I'm thinking you could get some you know because the Miller Lite can is what white with gold and blue writing. Maybe some blue lights, and then do all the beer ornaments around it with blue lights that are that might look kind of cool. So they give you an ornament with the no, beer. the beer comes in the ornament. You drink the beer, rinse out the ornament, and then hang it on the tree. Mm. So it looks like a it looks like an or you know a round ball ornament, but it says mm-hmm. Miller Lite on it. Has a hanger, and it goes on the tree. Mm. Kind of cool idea. Except for how many guys do you think? And except I for, think except of, for your
2: Christmas trees, I hate to
1: call out Kyle. I don't know if he's even listening right corporately now. Corporately sponsored. We know he's a regular. He calls in. He fishes. He's a bachelor. He's uh, he he works on transmissions. Uh, you mm. know, so his hands are always dirty. I could see this guy drinking a lot of beer, and I could see him being the guy that doesn't rinse out the can and just sticks it on the tree. And then you walk into his house, and it smells like a stale
2: brewery. Fruit flies, (laughs) fruit flies flying around the tree.
1: We all know somebody like that, right? Uh, Bachelor's like, oh hell, I like it. It Enhances the place a little bit. I got a wine
2: question for you. Okay, okay. So I, we drink some wine on Thanksgiving, but we didn't drink at all. So I put the stopper thing in it. Is it still good? A. This is question A. No, No, it's not.
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. Was it a white or red? Red. Yeah, red usually lasts two to three days oh. in the fridge. So you got to put the stopper on it, they oh, say, no, and then throw it, it in the
2: fridge. I left it out. Yeah, it's, it's, you know what it is now? It's cooking wine. You can use it to cook with. So this is my second question then. I realized uh, I went to drink it a few days afterwards and I took the top off, but I never got around to drinking it. And the top was off of it for mm, a few days. Yeah, that's not good either. <laughs> so is that, is that really bad wine then? Is yeah. it not even good cooking wine at this well, point? Well,
1: I mean, you can drink it if it still tastes okay to you, but yeah, most people. You know, when oxygen will start breaking down a wine pretty fast and, you know. Bummer. And that's why it's turned into cooking wine because it may not taste the same as it did when you opened it. It's like, oh, this doesn't, I don't remember tasting like hamburgers? This. Hamburgers? you hamburgers? cook hamburgers in it? Uh, beef bourguignon. What's that? Beef bourguignon. Didn't you ever see the, 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 the TV show, the movie? Uh, that's What's-Her-Face made. I can't think of her name now. The old, the old lady that
2: mm. from. Um, what are we doing here?
1: Do you know any famous chefs? She's dead now. Julia, Julia Child? Tiles, yes. She made beef bourguignon. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen any of her movies, TV shows, or whatever, she always talked about beef bourguignon. You let like the, like the meat it's a beef marinate stew in the to, uh, it's red? A, Yeah, it's a beef stew, and then you pour red wine over it. Mm. But there's You could pour red wine, and you, you could marinate your steaks in it. It's pretty good. Burgers? Sure, why not? I'm try that. Sure yeah. So, all right. So, yeah, red wine. A uh, couple days so in the fridge, white we, wine, you get a few more days out of, maybe five.
2: We let so much of our turkey go to waste. I mean, we just didn't get to it. Well, you don't like turkey, you say no, I much. know, but then I thought about it after you even eaten fam- ham burritos every day. Yeah, the I last froze week. the ham. I'll, I'll make sure that. You could have froze the turkey. Yeah, but. We ate all our turkey, that's man. That's the thing. I don't, I want, love I don't turkey like sandwich. the turkey enough to freeze it. But I would have, had I thought, and I didn't even think about it until like a week after Thanksgiving. Turkey salad. I like chicken salad. I probably would like turkey salad.
1: Oh, sure. Turkey yeah. salad sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah We got yeah. the cranberries. It's almost, it's almost like a tuna fish, then, right? Like the yes, consistency yes, of it. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. We're doing a turkey and a ham. Can you do a ham salad sandwich? <laughs> I don't think that would be very good.
2: Yuck. Sounds gross.
1: <laughs> Anyways, if you want to take advantage, or you know, you want to try this beer Christmas tree. Uh, apparently, they've got—I haven't seen them yet—but they're apparently going to be out, or they're out right now. The Miller Lite Christmas ornament cans. Wow! Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. In the twelve days of Christmas continues this morning at eight forty. We're going to add six more prizes today. Today. Yesterday, we added five more. It was five fishing trips out on the Endeavor Sport Fishing Boat with Captain Brad. We had a chance to catch up with him. Stick around after the uh, quick conversation with Captain Brad, and we'll uh, we'll give you all the questions and answers we have so far in the 12 days of Christmas. Really? Yeah. Captain Brad, this is Jeff and Jeremy. How are you? Uh, good morning,
2: guys. The old adage is it rings true um, when you say... Red sky at night sailors delight red sky in the morning sailors' heed warning.
0: Yeah, there's something to be said for that. Uh they the old timers knew what they were talking about back in the day. So yeah, if you uh if you encounter that, you want to take heed to it. Okay. That's for sure. It's good. We got a little weather blowing in here next week for sure. We got some big swell, 16-18 foot swell coming, a lot of rain next Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So uh there's some weather coming, but it's been beautiful on the ocean.
2: Now, uh, Jeremy and I went deep-sea fishing once. It was some kind of thing that we got off, what, Travel Zoo or? Yeah. Groupon or something like that. And a bunch of people showed up in, like, ascots, and, and um, and you know, they're like, oh, you know, yes, we were going to go uh, fishing out on the boat, and then they all puked on the boat. Does that happen often? <laughs> It does. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: let's, let's start there. The, yeah. It
0: depends on the group of people. Sometimes it's like a domino effect on the boat. One person goes, and then the next one down the line goes, and then it's, uh, it goes around the boat. But, uh, you know, I'd say about 10% gets seasick on the boat uh, when the weather's rough. But when the days are calm and we go out there, the sun's shining. Uh, very few get sick.
1: Now I'm very you
0: know, I think fog I'm, I think the fog messes them up worse than anything when they can't see the horizon. So
1: Yeah, I'm very lucky. I don't get the motion sickness. I've taken the dramamine before. I don't know if it works Bonine. for people or not.
2: Bonine is what we took, um at least my yeah. wife and I. Yeah,
1: what here. it there's a lot of different ones out there. What do you think is the tried and true? What is the best go to? <laughs>
0: uh, you know, the patch behind the ear. I think you gotta get it prescribed by the doctor. Oh jeez. And uh that's Seems to help quite a bit, although I've seen people bent over the side of the boat with a patch behind their ear. But uh, sometimes your destiny part, is to spew. <laughs> if you're susceptible to it, yeah, it happens. It happens. But uh, you know, a lot of times people get seasick and they just fish right on through it and they have a good time, anyways. Settle down, have a soda or a beer, and uh, they just keep going. You know, it's uh, it's not a death sentence. It's just uh, a slight
2: queasiness. Do you recommend beer? <laughs>
0: Always. Uh, 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 Whether you're on the boat or not. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so let's talk about what we're uh, giving away here. We got five fishing charters. Uh, tell us a little bit about what people can expect when they show up with the, when the winter comes on with their friends and they go out for the day.
2: Yeah,
0: you know, a lot of people in the uh, county have never gone out on the ocean. It's a wonderful experience. You get to go out, see whales, dolphins purpose uh, and the added bonuses is we fish and we've got some of the best fishing uh, along the whole west coast of the United States right here out of Morro Bay. We've got great rock fishing. Uh, I got a very experienced crew that uh, even if you're a beginner, uh, we'll come out and walk you through the steps of using your fishing pole, dropping it down to the bottom, hooking your fish. They take it off where you put it in a bag, get a limit of 10 fish. Get to experience that. And the added bonus is you go home with a nice bag of fish. We provide, uh, fish filleting on the boat on the way in. So you're going home with clean fish and, uh, makes great fish and chips and just a great way to go out and spend the day, But uh, you know, either by yourself or with your family. It's, uh, we, 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 uh, do, uh, six hour trips, which is kind of like a half day, which we fish right in sterile Bay or, you know, for the extreme, we do a 12 hour trip all the way up the Big Sur coastline, which is an awesome trip as well.
1: Yeah, so we've got, um I'm looking at the boat here, I mean, nice looking boat, it's 55 foot, got a full galley, there's inside, there's outside, so if the weather doesn't end up being the greatest and you want to go inside for a little bit, you can do that. I mean, I'm, I'm fishing the whole time. I remember when Jeff and I went, we had some people that he brought up that were getting sick, and they weren't able to fish. And uh, the captain's like, hey, listen, we can get all these fish. So if you guys want to keep fishing for these guys, you know, help them out. That would be great. And so they were very thankful when we got back to the dock for being on the ground and the fact that the, uh, the well, rest of us caught their fish so they could take some fish home.
2: I thought it was funny because we were like, oh, no, it's cool. We could head back in. And the captain's like, no. <laughs> we're, we're catching yeah, our limit over,
0: there's an overall boat limit you know so even if uh your friends gets seasick you can catch their fish for them once you reach the boat limit then you have to quit fishing
1: yeah okay so and and what's, what's it's important to remember you want to bring some money to tip the guy that's filleting your fish out for you because he's going to make sure you take home all these great fillets you can literally just take home and cook they're ready to go
0: yeah that doesn't hurt it's not mandatory but it's uh always appreciated uh, i've got uh, the same gal's been working on my boat for many years she's she's awesome her name's tabby and she uh untangles your lines uh you know and just make sure you have a, have a good experience she's fabulous at playing fish and yeah her tip. you know if she gets tipped, she appreciates it if you come back out on the boat after you've tipped her she'll probably remember you
1: all right what's the best way to book a fishing charter with endeavor If somebody's listening to this and maybe they want to sneak out before the season's over at the end of the year or make a reservation for, you know, 2022.
0: Yeah, I booked my boat through Patriot Sport Fishing in Morro Bay and the number is 805-771-5500. And uh, you can go online and check it out or call and uh, request the boat uh, that you want. There's three boats that run out of that landing and uh, mine's the Endeavor.
1: Yeah, I just Googled Endeavor Sport Fishing Morro Bay, and it came up. I'm on the Morro Bay Landing website, and there's your boat, and you can book right through there, too. So there's plenty of ways to do it. And you can hold a a ton of people, right, if if somebody wants to do, like, an office retreat?
0: Oh, yeah, we do charters. You know, uh, we used to take 35 out on the boat, but uh, we've kind of reduced that so everybody has a better time. We take up to 25 now. And if you want to charter the whole boat, you can bring you can come by yourself or bring 25 you know people out on the boat so yeah we love charters
1: we love doing and, that. and i know you're catching rockfish and lean cod i love catch i love lean cod it's awesome do you guys ever smoke any of this fish or is, is, it, is it best just to you know grill it fry it
0: you know guys have tried smoking the uh, rockfish it doesn't come out like a like a salmon or a black pot or a, a tuna it's not quite the same it's just you know, one of the best ways to make rockfish is uh, fish and chips. Okay. Right, and it comes out great that way, although there's lots of different ways. You can just put a filet in uh, a pan with butter and pepper, and it comes out delicious that way. Fish tacos are another favorite. Uh, there's many ways. It's, it's fabulous.
1: Very nice, Captain Brad. Well, thanks for jumping on the 12 Days of Christmas and throwing these five fishing charters oh, your it's way. It's going to be so much fun forever. Yeah, 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 it,
2: it's a blast. It's one of those things where... Yeah you it, oh
0: anytime guys hey and a shout out to you guys too thanks for supporting all the local business you know and i know steve has his fingers in some of this at woods and uh appreciate you guys doing this it really means a lot so uh thank you guys and have a great great christmas if i don't talk to you
1: all right very cool there goes captain brad of the endeavor
2: oh is brad still there yeah he, i think he is
1: oh, oh he, nope. he's gone
2: would you want to ask him oh it was political it was about the old uh, diesel conversion thing.
1: Oh, to the death fuel, yeah. adding the death addi- additive to it. Well, we'll have him back on sometime. Yeah. How's that? Because, you know, he's in, he's invited you and I to go out there. I'd like to get you out there again. Yeah.
2: Because I, I, lo- I, you I know, know you enjoyed it. I've been twice in my life, and both times I remember every aspect of it. The first time I went, I was a kid. I was like, gosh, I was like 12 or 13, and I got sick got sick sick and then a guy like captain bragg came down to me in the galley said the only way you're going to get better is get out there and fish start fishing get your mind off of it and uh keep your eyes on the horizon and get some fresh sea air because if you just stew down here and you continue to get, you'll get sicker and sicker and sicker. Yeah. And being sick. inside is one of the worst things oh, you can do. I remember getting out in that ocean air and thinking, okay. And I threw up a couple more times while fishing, but uh, man, I, I just remember, you know, at least I could. You overcame it, it though. I, yeah, I did. Eventually. And I ended wow, up having good. a blast.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I tell you what, I know a lot of people that just get the chewable dramamine. And you can get it at any convenience store, gas station, usually right behind the counter and uh that'll that seems to help a lot of people too but uh you know for some of us i guess we're lucky that we don't have the motion sickness but i tell you it's it's such a fun day out on the ocean and i'm so excited that we get to give away you know five of these to somebody so uh the 12 days of christmas follow along kzoz.com. it's brought to you by perry ford lincoln all right here they come questions and answers so far thanks to captain brad for jumping on uh don't forget you want to get out and do some deep sea fishing out of Morro Bay? Endeavor Sport Fishing, you can Google it. Super
2: fun uh, thing Moral Bay to do. too. Super fun thing to do when you uh, have family come from out of the area, especially if they don't have the opportunity to do it where they live. Most people don't. Yeah, I mean. They're landlocked. Think about it. Take them out for an afternoon. I mean, there's only a few places you can do it on the whole West Coast. Um And I imagine that West Coast deep-sea fishing is a little bit more adventuresome than the East Coast stuff. Because the Atlantic, that's a pond. I mean, you know, there's no big swells. Unless you're in a hurricane or something. (laughs) But then you're not going to be deep-sea fishing.
1: Uh, Yeah, you can go rock-cod fishing, lean-cod fishing. It's uh, it's a pretty fun day anyway. So we thank the captain for coming on. Uh, Today we're going to add six more prizes. But what we have so far is... uh, What are we up to? Question number five? Yes. So question number one, what did we think that uh, the sheriff was going to wear at the press conference? We were hoping.
2: We were holding out hope.
1: Well, we thought he would wear it, too.
2: He should have. At least I did. In hindsight, Ian Parkinson, if you're listening, should have wore the cowboy hat.
1: Should have wore the cowboy hat to the press conference when they arrested Paul and Ruben Flores for the connection and the death of Kristen Smart. And then uh, the largest snake I ever came across was at a pet store in AG. What was it called, Jeff? CDs Pet Emporium. Yeah, I buy my
2: dog food there. I never look at the name. Well, it says, P- it says Pet Emporium in big letters. In the little letters, it's like CDs. By the way, this is CDs. Uh, I
1: don't know. Girlfriend is the name of the snake. Go say, hey, I want to go see girlfriend. Really to see, in the back. I'm going
2: to see my girlfriend, honey.
1: Uh, let's see. Um, what show got canceled at California Mid State Fair due to COVID? That was Brett Michaels. And question four. What did Gary Kramer notice when he took his wife in for foot surgery, and that was that the doctors were watching YouTube? Question five today. Want to know what uh, teams Jeff and I put money on to win the Super Bowl? We didn't agree. We went with different teams. you got to know both teams. And we're we'll I,
2: I went for a more money grab. I, I took a longer shot. Jeremy took more of a favorite. That's a good clue, right? I mean, That's a great clue. That's a great
1: clue. And I'm still in it, and Jeff's not.
2: Man, that Urban Meyer. I thought he was really gonna fat out. <laughs>
1: it is the twelve days of Christmas. Uh if you play today, you get a free oil change from our friends at Perry Ford. They're also giving away two full auto details to two of the twelve people that uh play the twelve days of Christmas. So we thank Perry Ford, Lincoln, Los Jesus Valley Road in San Luis, Obispo. You can follow along. The twelve days of Christmas, go to KZOZ.com. Don't forget, we're playing at 840. Be the first one in to win. Whoa!
0: Jeff and Jeremy in the morning.
2: What is Tom Petty? Yes. Except for 110,000 people singing Won't Back Down. That's out of uh, They sound like
1: they weren't wearing their masks either. No, Florida Gators. The irresponsible
2: bastard. Gainesville, I'm thinking not.
1: <laughs> yeah, pushing you around. That was... Oh, they're sending a message, aren't they?
2: Well, this is something they've been doing for years, ever since Tom Petty passed away. Uh, Florida Gators have adopted this as their fight song because... Tom Petty grew up in Gainesville. In fact, he's Gainesville's most uh, uh-huh. famous son. Did you hear what uh, was bestowed? Posthum- is it posthumous or posthumous? Po- posthumously? I don't know how you say that. I
1: don't know what the hell you're talking about. When somebody dies
2: and they get, uh, they get an award or an honor or something like that, they give it to them posthumous? Okay. Post death? posthumous post life it's posthumous
1: posthumous posthumous not posthumous okay posthumous
2: um did you hear what he got from the university a gator head no no not a stuffed gator head he got an honorary phd in music from the board of trustees at the university of florida i don't like this i mean come on he's dead he can't accept it well
1: yeah true um, so what some family's going to go up there and they're going to accept it you know what his purpose. connection to the university is i think they're just using it as marketing to get people to go to the university possibly you know so he's got he's I'll got a
2: doctoral up. degree in music from the university of florida posthumously oh i said it right that time <laughs> had to try though it only
1: took you five times to read the word posthumous
2: um and uh you know what his connection to the university was
1: well i'm guessing he went to school there but that's probably not it he didn't
2: but he does have a connection to the university. Did he play there once? He was a groundskeeper while he was in, uh, what was the name? It was Mud, mud Crutch. Oh, Mud Crutch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so when when, uh, when the Heartbreakers were Mud Crutch, they played in Gainesville. And, it was in a and band, he mowed the grass? And his job was a groundskeeper at the University of Florida. That's a bit of a stretch for the University of Florida, don't you think? I <laughs> don't
1: like Oh, he was a groundskeeper, yeah, yeah, so we're going to we're gonna give him a doctorate and name something
2: after him. Yeah. This is what I mean. They're using it the market.
1: <laughs> They're like, hey, Tom Petty, big time. Everybody loves Tom Petty. How do we tie him into the university? Oh, you know, he used to mow the grass here. Oh, he did?
2: Should we get him a PhD? He used sure, to write why not?
1: Let's, let's put his name on a building. If
2: you went to the School of Music. But good for you, Tom university. Petty. That university. just goes to show how successful
1: you were. And, uh, you know, you didn't have to go to a school to get a doctorate there. You could just rake the leaves and then go on to become one of the biggest artists of all time.
2: So now I'm going to, whatever my kid is good at, I'm going to say, no, nah, you know, you go to college, just go be groundskeeper at the college. <laughs> well, as long as you're good at something. <laughs> Make sure they have a school. Like, like you know, my son's taking up piano. He's really into it, actually. And um, for a five-year-old, I, I would think it would be the most boring thing in the world, but not for him. And um, And... You know, if he becomes good at that piano, he's gonna be like, "I gotta go to music school." You know, get better at piano. I'm like, "No, you don't gotta, you don't gotta go to music school. Just go rake the leaves there." (laughs) (laughs) Great advice from a And then I'm gonna play. That's great fatherly advice because I don't want to have to pay for the school. So then, (laughs) then, you know, later on in life, you'll get a doctoral degree from that school if you're really good. I mean, I think musicians.
1: Listen, you little bastard! You better be good.
2: I think musicians you better be good because I think this job, the job that we do, we didn't have to go to college for this job.
1: No, I went to college for fun. It was a good time. but it was, it but was, it was expensive. Yeah, it was expensive. And and the thing was, back then we could actually, you know, afford to pay our way through school to a certain extent, but you couldn't do that today. So yeah, you better tell your kid to be good at something and then go. Oh, it depends some on
2: what what happens with uh,
1: the politics. Oh. Uh, Coming up, 840, we're going to do the 12 Days of Christmas. We're going to add six more prizes today. Stick around for that.